uh, the conversation I was having with our guest, Dr. Joe Heim from the University of Wisconsin La Crosse. Man, I heard you on with uh, Rick Solom yesterday. You're up. You're up hey, early. You're I'm up busy. late. Holy cow! It's all Joe all the time. I get double pay for this. Though, I right? guess you betcha. You betcha. <laughs> and I'll stop eating your pizza. Oh, I'm sorry. I'll I'll send you, send you that pizza uh, real soon. So let me just. I want to ask. Phil has this question and. I already know the answer, but say it out loud. There should be no absentee ballots laying around uh, the polls after 8 p.m. on Tuesday. They need to be put into the machine the minute they are received. Anything else allows for malfeasance after closing and locking the doors of the polling or the, the clerk's office. When I say clerks, I mean poll captains, the ones that are in charge of the polling stations. How do you keep uh, – so it's different. Uh, say uh, Just – Answer that question again for us on the air, Joe. Well, it, uh, it depends. There's a certain amount of uh, local municipalities have certain options. Uh, some of them have centralized places where <coughs> all the absentee ballots go, and they're, they're then counted. They're not, by the way, they're counted the same day as the election. That's one thing that's pretty clear. You cannot do it in advance. I'm not sure why, but apparently there's a state law that requires that. Other municipalities send those absentee ballots to the place where the individual normally would have voted. And and typically in the past, they've normally counted that stuff after 8 o'clock because uh, there's time to do it. You know, know, if you don't only have 100 or so to do it, you can do it. In other situations, however, in this case, they're going to be packed. They might have, like, boxes and boxes of them. I think they're going to try to do these counting during the day when there's any lull in the... uh, in the voting. In other words, uh, they try to get it in while they can. So it's, uh, there's, there's a number of different options as to how they're going to do it. And I, uh, the fact that this judge uh, has now said uh, if, it's, uh, uh, if an absentee ballot is, is uh, postmarked by uh, the election day, then they're going to have six more days to count it, basically. All right, so it, the, the, uh, those uh, ballots can be in a box, in a closet, uh, in some polling players, some clerk's offices around the state, depending on the size of that clerk's office, I guess, uh, and then those ballots will be processed into the machine when uh, poll workers have a minute in between, yeah. you know, when, when there's all the in-person voting has been done and this poll worker's got 10 minutes of free time, they'll walk over and just start putting those absentee ballots into the machine. Is that basically what you're saying? Yes. Some of this, uh, Mike, some of this has to do with money, believe it or not. Do you have the, uh, enough equipment to keep feeding this stuff in and get it done quickly, you know, the counter? Sure, sure. Uh, and there's a, there's a type of machine, for example, that is a high speed that you could, you know, basically stack them up and, and almost like a, uh, uh, well, a high speed equipment, basically. Uh, and I know I, I read an article the other day that said that some counties in Wisconsin have those high speed equipment, but others don't. So then, and then throwing in one other issue having to do with staffing. You got to have enough staffing to deal with this. If you got a couple thousand of these sitting there, uh, you're going to have to have staffing to deal with that. And that's an that's the money issue. So it's equipment and money that are somewhat problem. And that's why, yeah. frankly, Congress should have stepped forward and uh, provided sufficient money for the states to come up with better equipment. Right. I know that uh, Terry Lurkey sent out a note uh, uh, a week or ten days ago asking for more poll workers. I have not had a chance to talk with Jenny Denkmeyer about whether she needs more poll workers, but at least they're paid. So if you want a part-time job and you want to ensure that 
your guy gets legit votes, then then uh, then go be a poll worker. Oh yeah, and there's uh, there, there's a number of other issues related to this, but that those are the primary ones. The big primarily. ones. Yeah. I, and I'm going to tell you, I I have a lot of confidence in Jenny Dakemeyer. She knows what she's doing. They were able to handle the rush during the primary in August, uh, and people were felt safe and they felt uh, comfortable and they got the numbers all in. Obviously, yeah. they're going to have a lot more, but they have virtually promised to have the results of the election in Wisconsin by the next morning. So these people are probably going to have to work all night to get uh, get this all done. But uh, you got to have a little bit of confidence in these people. Know they know what they're doing. Right. Well, and and uh, I think for the most part we do. Phil is still concerned and uh, says that there should be two poll workers set to the ballot machine, and they should be putting in all of those uh, ballots after the uh, uh, all during the day, two poll workers in charge of feeding all of those absentee ballots into a machine. Uh, and so just do that, Jenny, uh, no. Terry, just, yes. just do that. Normally there are two people that deal with that, especially yeah. absentee ballots. Right. All right, so we'll do it. All right, I don't want to – we're going to run out of time here, so – uh, quick and dirty, the reason I wanted to talk to you in the first place is Attorney General Barr has designated th- at least three that I heard of cities as uh, as uh, anarchist-run cities uh, because of the continuing, quote, protests. Uh, and I heard yesterday from a number of people that said what they're doing in Seattle and Portland and uh, in some other cities is not a protest. It's insurrection. They should be arrested and thrown in federal prison. What do you think? Well, I think there's a big difference between uh, uh, protests, which are generally considered peaceful, and insurrections. Insurrections have different motives, Mike. Protest basically is uh, uh, using the Constitution, the First Amendment, uh, free speech, basically the right of assembly. Uh, in insurrection, the motives are different. They're, they're, they're not just uh, policy changes or they're protesting a policy of some kind or a change. But they, in fact, they have a different goal, such as overthrowing a government. Right. Well, uh, Revolutionary War, Civil War, those are, those are insurrections. That's insurrection. There's an awful lot of people who would say that uh, Antifa and some of the more militant uh, Black Lives Matter organiz- uh, organizers uh, have that in mind, that America should be not overthrown and taken over, but changed fundamentally the way we run America should not be the way the founding fathers thought was a good idea. Yeah, that's. Uh, I think you're talking about uh, ideological change rather than uh, overthrowing a government. Ah. I think there's a big difference between the two. Well, we'll have to see how that all plays out, I guess. Dr. Joe Heim, as always, it's more fun to talk to you than we have time to do that, so i got to say thank you and goodbye. And uh, we will continue the conversation again because there is always more to talk about.